Hey, it's Danny. And I'm also Danny. And we're the Danny Duo. No, really, we are the Danny Duo. So, what are we talking about today, Danny? How about we talk about tips and tricks that we learned over time that would have been helpful to know as we were transitioning from chapter to chapter, especially from college to our first job. I think that sounds great because that's a big transition. It's a big step. You're finding yourself, finding a job. So it's it would have been nice to have a few guided tips in order to find the right path and find what works. Right. Hopefully we have some college listeners out there yeah. <laughs> listening in and be a hopefully informative episode. I hope so. <laughs> and so I guess we can start from, you know, during, even after college, you're doing everything you can to stand out. You're trying new experiences or trying to find a job. Well, during college, it's important to challenge yourself. So doing design competitions yes. is a big one. You oh, know? yeah. It's a great way to get your name out there and showcase your own design. Right. And the other good thing about design competitions are you are designing. So it's yes. a good thing to add to your portfolio. Oh, exactly. It's a great way to stand out. It's something that you can put on your resume. And speaking of resumes, companies look at so many resumes oh. for every single job. Yes, thousands. That you really need to find a way to make your resume stand out. Yes. Like how do you make your resume memorable? Yeah, it's a piece of paper. So you got to remember a piece of paper with a lot of words on it. So it's got to be unique. They need to be able to look at it at first glance and be like, oh, this is interesting. Right. So it's like, how do you do that? You know, you can, you, there's so many different ways you can do it. I remember one of our teachers saying, change the paper because quality yeah. of paper makes a difference when they're holding it in their hand and it feels like, like cardstock. Yes. Yeah. Seems more professional. Yeah. And not only paper makes a difference, but the font you use, the colors you use. I always like to include maybe one of my designs on my resume so it showcases a little bit of my work without having to send my portfolio. Yeah, I remember when I first started making a resume, I really stuck to the traditional have your name up at the top, yes. bolded with your skills, and then you have your work experience. Yes. And then at the bottom, you have internships and in school. Yes. And then I feel like toward maybe the end of college or started putting more of like a textured backdrop and adding more color mm -hmm. to the front. And then on the back of it, I had picture of a look that I made for a design competition. Amazing. That's a good way to stand out. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely the best resume that I had. And when you're looking at it against my old one that was just black and white in your traditional format, yes. it stands out a lot more. Oh, definitely. Even the way you lay everything out, like yes. adding a picture to the back is so unique because not a lot of people do it. But even the way you have it spaced out and what you have first, over time, you really don't need education on your resume. Right. It's really, they're looking for oh, so she's worked here. She maybe interned here. That's interesting. Look at yeah. all the skills she had. Yeah. They also look for what it is you accomplished at the job. Yes. So key things or the internship even. Maybe you found a new way to organize. Example. Yes. Y you have to find ways to highlight what you accomplished at the company. Yes. While keeping it short too, because you don't want to write a full paragraph about yourself and everything you've done, but you want to make sure you have those key standout points and yeah. make sure it's bullet pointed so they can just quickly look at it and be like boom 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 wow I'm yeah. impressed that's the thing you need to some good things are just bolding yes bolding certain things um keeping your bullet points short and sweet you don't need a full sentence yep. just highlight quickly what you did yes and then 
Also, you should have on your resume what you want to focus on. So if you want to go into design, you should have more design-focused things that you've done on it. Or if you want to go into production, make sure you're showcasing and highlighting maybe jobs or things you've done that kind of revolve around that. Right. At the end of college, I kind of had two different resumes. Mm -hmm. You know, one that's more catered towards design and one that's more creative to catered to product development and production. Because when you're going into a job interview for say product development or production if they see that you're a creative or if they ask you like do you want to design yes and you say yes then they're like oh well we're gonna end up losing you because this position is not creative at all no you know that's a really good point you make it's good to have multiple resumes and constantly updating them because each job they're gonna want something different right and each job is different so you need to have something that caters to each one right and with that being said you Obviously, for a creative position, yes, you also have a portfolio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's your way to stand out. That's your personality in like a little book. Yeah, your portfolio is really what showcases who you are. And so with creative positions, a portfolio is sometimes more important because you're going to be creating. Yes. A resume is great and all because it shows who you worked for and what you did, but they like to see because they're visual people. Yes. Your designs show showcase your skills right and your create your creativity and like who you are as a designer so it shows them what you're capable of yes and what your aesthetic is and that way you can see if you'll fit with the company or not exactly it's good to update your portfolio to cater towards the company that you're interviewing for oh yeah if you're interviewing for a job in denim but your whole portfolio is dresses the interviewer is going to be like huh okay like great you can do dresses they can still see your skills right but you need to make Make sure you can show that you can do the job that they're asking for. Definitely. It's really important to make sure your portfolio especially reflects the company that you're interviewing for. Yeah. Because your resume, you can kind of get an idea. But when it comes down to your portfolio, you want to see that you can actually sketch denim. Yes. And you're not just saying that you can do it. Exactly. I think as far as organizing your portfolio... I usually start with my most recent one because it's pretty much the one that shows the highest level of skills and creativity that I have. Oh yeah, you learn over time. Yes. And you build on your skills and they get better and better. Yeah, and it shows your growth. Right, and that's important Within too. that growth, you'll keep growing, which is what they're interested in. They want to see that you're adaptable, you're going to constantly be wanting to learn, you're eager to learn. Yeah, I think just organizing your portfolio from recent to oldest, making sure that the most relatable to the company is in the beginning beginning mm-hmm. and having your inspiration and your sketch. Yes. You know, you should have, I usually have a couple of pages per project depending upon the position. And within your portfolio, they also want to see your thought process. So like you said, they want to see where you got your inspiration yeah. from. Your concept. Yeah. Because that will show like you could take any concept or what they're showing you and change it. Interpret it. Interpret it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and with your portfolio and resume, then comes interviewing. So <laughs> the fun part. Lots of tips and tricks for that one. Yes, it's always the most probably stressful part of the whole process. Nerve-wracking. Nerve-wracking. Oh my god, I remember when I first started interviewing, I was so nervous. I would like shake, my voice would get all shaky. Yes. I would like freak out. I'm like, oh my god, this is gonna be so difficult. I don't know what I'm gonna say. Yes. All nervous. They're literally another human that was in your shoes. Yes. So I think that you need to remember that you're just having a conversation with 
with someone. Exactly. And that as much of an interview it is for them Mm -hmm. to interview you to see if you're a good fit for the company, you need to remember that you're also interviewing the company to see if it's a good fit for you. Oh, exactly. You need to make sure that this is a place you want to work. Exactly. Another thing that I learned is power stance. Power stance. Oh, yeah. And just shaking out the jitters beforehand. Yeah, sitting up straight. If you feel confident or even try and just fake it till you make it, right. it'll show and it'll make you feel more relaxed. And smiling. <laughs> oh, smiling makes a difference. Showing your personality and being authentic to yourself, it shows. Definitely. I mean, when you're the most comfortable in finding a similarity and turning it into more of a conversation than an interview of questions back and forth, you end up clicking. Yes. And clicking is actually a key thing in getting hired. You'll be more rememberable because I'll remember a conversation instead of you just answering questions. And it's harder to remember those because it's less detailed. It's less personable. Yeah. And when you can relate and have a fluent conversation, that just shows that you have a similar personality and that you can get along and you can hold conversation. And so it's just another pro. And then before going into an interview, it's always really important to research about the company, get to know it, learn about what they value, what they're looking for, because that way when you're going into the interview, you know what the company's all about and a background. Right, because usually in interviews from what I've gone on is they always ask you why you want to work for the company. Yes. They always ask you, well, this is all more designer interviews. Yes. But they'll ask you why you want to work for the company, who are some designers that you get inspiration from. They want to know that you know about the company and what's happening in the world. Yes, if you can show that you've been learning and you've done your research. Yes, it really shows because you're able to speak to things they value and they're going to take that and be like, okay, they could really fit in here. Yeah. And it just shows that you actually prepared for the interview and that you're taking it seriously. Exactly. It's all about professionalism. Totally. Talking about professionalism. It's also really important when you're networking to be professional. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I never took networking seriously until being in the industry. Yeah, it's different when you're in school. Networking is kind of like making friends and it is in the real world, but you're also trying to get your name out there. You're trying to make contacts. Everyone can lead you to a different direction. Yeah, that's why it's so important that when you are in school and you're interning or there's networking events or career fairs that you're really putting yourself out there, getting the business cards, giving out your business cards, remember conversations because that is your foundation and those connections you can use when interviewing when trying to get interviews and that's the thing like I really wish that when I was in school I took advantage of networking what I do is I keep a notebook of all the business cards of everybody I've ever met and I like to write down where I met them a few things we talked about what they do because that way I have the contact and it's crazy I even will look back at my notebook and remake contacts for work that I made Mm. years ago yeah see I never would take notes or anything. So sometimes I'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember that person. But what did they do specifically? Like, sure, their like name is on the card. But it's like, did I talk to them about this? So it's really important to not just network. But like you said, keep note. Yes, because even if you keep note about some personal stuff that you talked about or what's going on in their life, it's a great way to reconnect. It's just part of the networking game. Definitely. Networking can really get you far. Yeah, it can get you far. And it's 
important to get you out of your comfort zone. Yeah. I mean, just in everyday life, if you see someone whenever you get a coffee every day, you never know. It might not just be a network event or it could just be in life. You're at a bar, you're at dinner, or you're running in an errand. Like you never know who that person next to you is. Yes. And you don't even know who they might know too. Right. Yeah, definitely. If someone mentions, oh, I'm looking for an assistant or something and I'm like, oh, I know someone who just graduated college. That would be like perfect fit or something. It doesn't just go with you getting something out of it. You might be able to help them. Exactly. It's all about helping each other. Yeah. Helping and connecting one another. Yes. So with transitioning from college to a first job, you really just need to be open to learning new things. Oh, yeah. Completely different learning experience than in college. And the way that you learned and the way that you do things might not be the way that they do it at the company. No. So you got to be flexible. Totally. Because a company might have different lingo. It's a different environment. They have different ways of working. So you got to be able to adapt to those because that's going to make you a better team player. Right. I mean, some companies, they don't like change. They like to, they are stuck in their ways. But then other times, if you learn the way that they do things, then you can do trial and error on your own and see if you can speed up the process or see what you bring to the table and maybe you can implement something that you do. I think it's just all about being flexible, learning, growing, digesting, learning as much as you can. And having the right mindset behind it because you have to just go with the flow. Yeah, you want a growth mindset. Exactly. Continue growing and learning on and on and on. Because you'll never stop learning. It's a whole part of the journey. Yeah, just challenging yourself, putting yourself out of your comfort zone. And lastly, another part to the whole transition and adapting to a company or during an interview is dressing the part. Well, of course, you got to make sure you're dressed accordingly. So I would definitely look professional. Yes. It's an interview or it's a job. So you can't come to a job interview or work in sweatpants. Oh, my God. No. But you got to make sure that you're also dressing the part for the company because each company has a different aesthetic and you want to make sure that you stand out. It's still unique to yourself, but you still kind of fit in. Right. You want to dress professional for the interview. Yes. And then and you go to your first week and you see how other people dress. Yes. And then you kind of adapt to that a little bit. You know, it might be more casual. Yes, which we definitely learned. <laughs> Not everyone's in business suits and dresses and avant-garde pieces. It's definitely a little bit more casual. I mean, you're there from nine to five, so you got to be a little comfortable. Right. You know, and even within that transition and dressing the part, which, you know, our style has certainly changed over time from school to our first jobs. It's kind of a funny and relatable thing that maybe we could discuss next time. Oh, yeah. I definitely think so. That your style changes where you work in comfort and aesthetic changes. Oh, yeah. And I think that's a great topic for next time. I think so. (laughs) Well, until until next next time, Danny Duo delivered and done. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's definitely plenty of things that we could touch on for tips and tricks. This is just a couple examples of some tips and tricks that we think that would have helped us. Exactly. Just a few different things that we thought would have been important to know beforehand or good to know as you're going through it. Right. So if you listeners out there have any questions or want some tips and tricks specifically, whether it's a certain job, whether design or production, a networking event, yeah, networking event, um, any preparation with resume, portfolio, anything, we are here to help. Yep. Provide some feedback. Yeah. So feel free to reach out to us. Yeah. DM us. Yeah. DM us. We can create 
create another podcast episode for more tips and tricks or we can just message you yeah